That right there is what I hear every time I listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It sounds like that. Welcome everyone to another episode of Ranting with Ramos. I'm your host, Jose Ramos. Thanks for tuning in. How's everyone doing out there? So, um, today's topic is music. Music, they say, was created in heaven by God, and God created Lucifer, which translates to morning star. Lucifer was in charge of music and worship in heaven. He was the most beautiful and strongest archangel until he wanted to be like God. So God cast him down along with the angels who followed him. Whether you believe in God, heaven or hell, you can't deny that when you hear a good song, you can't help but move. Even if it's the first time you ever heard the song, even if the song is in Japanese, German, I remember being three years old and listening to The Lion Sleeps Tonight. So early on, I was very, very much into fucking music. I remember being into Michael Jackson and um, and watching the Thriller VHS. Matteo Veto took it over to their house because he was he was a fan of music too. So he purchased that VHS, and I remember watching it, and um, it was real cool. We were really into that. And uh, my mom told me that uh, I asked her, you know, hey, uh, I want to be Michael Jackson. I think I say Michael Yako. Can I say Michael Yako? And, she, and I was like, she's like, no, you can't. He's like, yeah, just, you know, I guess she said that I wanted to paint myself black. You know, I wanted to do blackface before I knew what the fuck that shit meant, you know? But uh, I wanted to get a red leather jacket and I was really into it and shit. Obviously, my mom said no. So since we're talking about Michael Jackson, um, have any of you heard of uh, Aleister Crowley? Crowley has been featured on the Beatles, Michael Jackson albums. Fucking, um, he's responsible for most all the music that you're listening to right now. That you listen now, you know, he's he's influenced Led Zeppelin to Jay Z. Yeah, fucking Jay Z. Crawley was also known as a great beast 666 or the wickedest man alive. He was born in 1875 in England and named Edward Alexander Crawley. His parents were really, really religious. And his father was a preacher. And Edward would stay in his, in his room and just study the Bible nonstop. So people would try to punk him. They, they'd bully him and shit. Because he was always in, indoors and shit, you know. So he was really brutal. So because of this, you know, he was really fucking awkward and shit. And then um, his father died of a tongue cancer when he was only 11. And he was left to live with his mom. So his mom was kind of poor and shit. She didn't really take care of him. So he was really malnourished and sick. So they called a doctor. The doctor came in. He said, you know what? He only has months to live. He only gave him months to live. So what ended up happening is um, they contacted his uncle. And his uncle, he, was, he wasn't he was strict like his mom, like his dad. He was, you know, he, he would fucking go to bars. He would go crazy and just, just live life and shit. He wasn't really strict, you know? So he moved to the countryside with his uncle. And fucking, he had a bunch of fun and shit. He would take him to fucking pubs. And fucking, he would let him drink. At 15 years old, 
his uncle got him a prostitute and he lost his virginity at 15 so since they thought Edward was gonna die you know he's like fuck it he let him have fun you know cause he was gonna only live a couple months so his, his uncle wanted him to have a fucking a bunch of fun and shit so once Edward recovered and he was better his uncle's like fuck it he took him back to, to his mom and shit and his mom was upset that um, he changed so much he was totally fucking different you know Edward didn't like the fact that almost everything that made people happy was considered a sin his mother was so upset that she said that he had he had become the beast from the revelation of the Bible. So he decided that fuck it, if she's gonna call me that, I'm gonna live in sin and be the beast that she fucking called him, you know. And um, one of the first wicked things he did was have sex with a maid on his mother's bed just to upset his mother. Once his mother found out. She fired the maid and told everybody. She spread the news all over town. So the maid was unable to find work anywhere. So the maid was then fucked. She was she was forced into prostitution. So she became a prostitute. And uh, Crowley says that uh, she ended up becoming Jack the Ripper's first victim. And uh, Jack the Ripper, supposedly he knew who Jack the Ripper was. And, you know, they had a relationship. They were cool with each other. But after high school... Edward went to Cambridge College it's a big fancy college over there in England and he changed his name to Alistair when he was 22 years old he fell in love with a drag queen named Herbert this bisexuality fell in line with all the antichrist beliefs that his mother was so against when he graduated college he inherited the family fortune and would hire prostitutes daily and bought books on the occult and wrote dirty poems and he wrote under a pen name so he had like like a, like a anonymous name and he sold them and he were published overseas and also he joined the order of the golden dawn this group practiced magic spells spells from old egyptian texts they would practice yoga philosophy meditation and mantras alistair would drop acid while, while performing rituals because they would intensify the experience when he was 24 he bought a mansion in Loch Ness called Boleskine House so he could perform the Abramelum ceremony he tried and tried to perform this, this uh, ritual but he was always unsuccessful he could never he could never do it and uh, people say that since he he never finished the ritual Crowley summoned demons and unlocked the gates of hell in that mansion years later the Led Zeppelin guitarist Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin he bought the mansion and claims that the house is really haunted by demons he claims that one day he was uh, he was falling asleep in his bedroom and that um, when he woke up he saw a black dog a large black dog and he didn't own a dog he tried to go to sleep again and that dog wouldn't leave so he left the house Crowley took his first wife, Rose, to Egypt and performed spells in a cave. Rose saw Horus, the Egyptian god, but Crowley didn't believe her because he tried and tried to do the spell himself and he couldn't do it. Rose says that Horus, the Egyptian god, told her that he was unable to, 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 to communicate with him. Crowley wasn't able to communicate because he was so conceited and thought so highly of himself and that's why since he wasn't humble he wasn't able to see the gods so Crowley didn't believe her 
So when they were in Egypt, they went to a museum. And um, he asked her, okay, they're walking around the museum. Show me what you saw. So they walked over and it was exhibit 666. And there she pointed at a picture of horse. Later that day, his guardian angel, Iowas, whispered to him, for three days, as he wrote and wrote what later became the Book of the Law. In 1905, Crawley divorced Rose due to his adultery. Soon after, Rose was sent to a mental asylum. During Crawley's life, almost every person who came into contact with him went crazy or committed suicide. He invented a religion called Thelema. He invented something called sex magic, which is a belief that the gods could hear you more clearly during sexual orgasm. The Red Hot Chili Peppers have an album called Blood, Sugar, Sex Magic. They also follow the teachings of Crawley. After a while, Crawley's money began to run out. He practiced sadomasochism with his gay lover and was later written about in the papers. He was called the most blasphemous, evil villain and a homosexual. Homosexuality was illegal back then. His rituals included the sacrifice of animals. Crowley began to call himself Baphomet, the symbol for satanic worship. Some of his ceremonies also included bestiality or sex with animals and was alleged that he, that he had also sacrificed babies and a lot of uh, people from around the town. Whatever town they would go to, they would, they would find people and sacrifice them to the gods. By 1914, he was broke and traveled throughout the U.S. And in 1920, he was back in England. He began suffering from uh, asthma, so the doctors prescribed him heroin, to which he became strongly addicted. He moved to Italy and funded the Abbey of Thelema. He brought along a woman and a maid that had fathered his children. And at night, they would perform sex magic between the three of them. And whoever they convinced to come along, he allowed males and females to join the rituals. His heroin addiction was very bad. At this point, he now was going to perform the, the riskiest ceremony available. He came out of the ceremony believing that he was more powerful than the gods. He then came to America and had a daughter with a new woman. This daughter became the wife of George W. Bush. In 1923, Crowley tried to beat heroin and began writing his autobiography and had several nose surgeries to fix the damage done by years of cocaine abuse. He bounced around from country to country, and in 1945, at the age of 72, he died. His last words were, I am perplexed. He was buried in an unmarked grave in England. Ozzy Osbourne wrote Mr. Crowley in 1980 a song about the wickedest man on earth. Led Zeppelin put his picture on the inside cover of the album Physical Graffiti. Jimmy Page, the guitarist, says that he wrote Stairway to Heaven, but it wasn't him that wrote it, it wrote itself. 
he said he just kept writing and writing and the, the song just wrote itself something came over him and the song came out Page followed Crowley's teaching and wrote the music according to those teachings. <laughs> 